Yeah, and we're on. Just like that. <laughs> Just. <laughs> All right, everyone. We are. Let's put on some. What? Okay, so we are pre-recording for our free for all Friday. Yes. So because uh we won't be able to do it live tomorrow. So actually it's free for all Friday Eve, but it's called Take Time Thursdays. <laughs> but free for all Friday. But yeah. So welcome to pre free for all Friday with Sip and Ashley. Friday, yay! Yay! You right. made it to the weekend. Well, but you will. You will. Well, you if you listen to this, you have. Right. Exactly. Unless you listen to it in the morning or right now. Are we live? Live? Yeah, we're live. Oh. Yeah, we're Happy live. Thursday. <laughs> but this is for a Friday show. So, yes. Anyway, Friday. yeah, to, okay. for you to enjoy with okay. a glass of wine or some ooh, excuse me some tequila some uh you know sipping on some, some, some spirits tequila or that brown stuff that whiskey or whiskey sour some grand Marnier. we could ship you some hennessy some cognac what's that louis the uh, Louis the Thirteenth. Yeah, Louis the Thirteenth. If yes. you're sipping on something yes. like that, some Blue Label. Yes. Oh yeah, some nice Blue Label. Some Johnny Walker. So if you hear me moving around like that, I am on my steering wheel. Hello, VSDX. Oh, and you just left. Okay, fine. VSDX. We'll forget you then. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Yeah. What are we talking about tonight? Um, well, first of all, I want to talk about what ticks me off. Okay. What ticks me off is when you get, you know, you think some older people are like very wise and stuff. And then they give you advice where you just have to look at them and, and be like, did you just say that to me? You know, like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm i just, for some, just because you're older doesn't mean you're wiser. Correct. And, I mean, that's the way it's supposed to be because every day is a learning, a learning lesson, you know, a learning event. But, yeah. you know, I don't know. There are a lot of older people that haven't grown. And so when you ask them things, they just tell you stuff that, that just doesn't make sense like what so that ticks me off for all of you older people that don't give people who are seeking advice good advice you know like that that's just horrible i'm not going to be one of those older people here's a question what's that older people giving advice right yeah so what constitutes a person growth like what can help them grow as a person to where you would want to ask them like life questions and hoping to get a response like what type of life experiences could they have had in order to help you as a person i would say oh go ahead I'm just, no i'm just saying for me i would say that um Every every grown every person that's an adult, they had some type of experience. Yeah. At some point, sometime in their lifetime. Is it good experience? Probably not. Is it bad? Probably not. So as well. But they had they have had experiences in their lifetime. Now for me, what constitutes them as, as growing is being able to I would say the the bulk of it, I would have to say is traveling like a person that's traveled and not just I want to I don't want to necessarily say seeing the world but a, at least experience being other places throughout at least the continental US 
far as either by living there, visiting there for a long periods of time, and getting to know people in those different areas, because everybody acts differently in certain parts of America, right? Yeah. So I think that as a person grows and they learn from other people, because you're going to learn from other people in your environment, the people that you hang out with. If you still stay around that same bubble of people, you're not going to grow. You're not going to learn anything. You're just going to stay stagnant in that position. So I would also, I would, can I chime in on that? You want to you you piggyback? I would piggyback off of that. Okay. Well, that, that dude's walking like his feet hurt. That's that's how my feet hurt. Oh, I'm sorry. We're, we're people watching too. Man, my feet hurt like that too. Look at them. So anyway, um, it, it's not only travel, but it's traveling with an open mind. Because I've met people out here that have traveled, but they still have a closed mind. Mm -hmm. They're still not accepting to other cultures. They still talk down to people who don't speak English or something. Or, you know, like, so when you do travel and you go to other countries, be open to other cultures. Right. And accept people for who they are. And get out your comfort zone. Yeah. That's one of the main things. Yeah. So, I mean, and like, I guess reading is one is is one way, but also the exposure. You have to, you know, be exposed because, like we said, there are some really smart dummies around here, people with PhDs (laughs) and like masters and bachelors and associates degrees, like you know, trade trade school like all those people are educated but they could still be ignorant at the same time because they didn't allow themselves to grow yeah you know so i mean it's just a a well-rounded person like you said someone who is open you know and and is okay with being outside of their comfort zone yeah yeah you know like i think being in another country where you you don't know the language, you're but but you're uncomfortable. You're but you are, but you are trying to learn the language. Mm-hmm. I mean that right there. That's a learning experience. Yeah, you know. So I mean, that's something that you can take with you Everything, anywhere. Yeah, life, you know, life learned experiences help you out as it, it better rounds you off as a person. Right. So, I mean, that's that's something right there so um yeah what are you looking at i wonder why she walking so close to the ground that was a guy and he didn't he wasn't he was far well he was walking mighty slow oh he's carrying two big bags oh i didn't see all that i just saw him okay so (laughs) again we are we're doing chores i'm keeping my head on the swivel yeah (laughs) turn the brightness down on that no, then I can't see. So, um, anyway, you guys are here in our side conversations. So, um, yeah. So, you know, and also it takes me off. So this week is like, um, well, I guess this should be for Teacher Tuesday. But, you know, they are appreciating the administration. And you won't, oh my gosh. You just can't believe how people brown nose and to say how they love the people and enjoy working with them and, and, and honor what they do and no one can do it better, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh my gosh, guys, like be real. You know, that's what I don't understand about some people. Like, if, if you talk about somebody behind their back, then you better be bold enough to say it to their face. Right. You know, like, that's that's how I feel. Like, if, if you don't like something, if you don't like that person, then don't talk to them. Yeah. You know? I mean, don't, don't try to, like, oh, crap, here comes that asshole. Hey, how you doing today? Like, no, don't say anything to me. What's your favorite, um... If you see me and I don't speak, that means I don't fuck with you. (laughs) Yeah, you know, like that's 
that's for real. Those are those are like real words. If you see me and I don't speak, that means I don't, I don't, I don't tolerate. I won't tolerate you. I don't want to be around you. You know, we have nothing in common. You know, that ticked me off too, seeing people like that, just brown nosers. Mm. And then like going into a room and they're huddled up and they're all talking. And then one of those little brown nosers runs back and tells the person, so-and-so said this and they said that. Like, so those dudes, are called sycophants. Sycophants. Sycophantic activities. Activities. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like that's just so ridiculous. I'm I'm so tired of being around people like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like I I just I can't I can't tolerate it any longer. You mm-hmm. know, working with with just a sea of those people. It's I'm drowning. You're drowning. <laughs> In a sea yeah. of those sycophants. You need to get up out that environment. Yeah. I do. yourself from the situation. I need to recuse myself. Yeah, I think you do. <laughs> I think you should do it soon. I should do it soon. Yeah. Yes. Because okay. it's just, it's really ridiculous. And um, you can't run a business like that. So I I promise you when I when I hire people for for my thing like that is so not going to be a part of my environment. That's mm-hmm. a toxic environment. And you know, we we cannot work as humans, we cannot work in a toxic environment. I can't function in one. And I just it I, I just I don't understand toxic people. Like what do you get out of it? Are you a sadist or something? And you enjoy seeing people in pain and and spreading nonsense so you can, you know, mess up relationships and 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 just like I don't I don't get with those people. Yeah. I just I, I don't what do you get out of it? What do you get out of it like kissing your boss's ass? What do you get out of it? They get pure enjoyment. Just enjoyment. Of knowing that their boss is paying attention to them, probably. You know what? Because they're bringing, they think it, I think that a lot of them do it because they're probably thinking that they are going to get some type of reward system, that they're saving their job because mm-hmm. that's their inside feel into the other workers that they don't normally talk to. So they can kind of get a feel of how everyone else is. And so this person takes it upon themselves to give give the ad man this this information so he can be aware of what's going on even though he should be aware of what's going on anyway if he was talking to his peers talking to yeah talking to his peers mm. that's what it is right because you should i mean just because you're you're above everybody as far as position why doesn't mean that you still can't be on the same level yeah you still can go in the classroom and teach you still can give your teachers break you, you still, still have can, to keep your teaching you still, license you still can't communicate with everyone so i mean you got to take those necessary steps in order to make make your, your team happy as well as everybody that's working for you yeah working with you but that that's just like but i don't know about brown nose i don't know what they do it for like they that, yeah, they do, and and that that like really ticks me off. It's like I don't know, and then and then the little, and I'm gonna use profanity. So if you have children, please tell them to go watch an anime cartoon or something, or Attack on Titans or something. Yeah, Naruto, Boruto, one of those guys, Pokemon, Sasuke. Yeah, you know because. I'm just I'm I'm sick of people that aren't real. Like we are too old to 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 try to like talk about each other to keep a job. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that really that really ticked me off and um especially where I am it's like you're guilty by association. You know, so if they don't like a person, if nobody, if one person doesn't like you and that's like the head person, then nobody likes you and they don't want to be seen with you because yeah. then they'll be like, oh, you're associated. Oh, with you're, person. you're, yeah, you're walking around with that person. Guilty by association. Yeah. Like that's just so ridiculous. So yeah. all that stuff is just so, so foolish to me. It's fucked up. That's what it is. 
All right. Yeah. Thank you very much. So anyway, that's, that's I'm I, and I'm sober. Yeah. But I think I'm tired. So my tiredness is like turning into like rambling. me being drunk. I'm uh, not rambling. I am not, sir. I am not. Okay. All right. So Mr. Sibby had some questions he wanted to ask the world. Hey guys, <clears throat> all over the world. Some people on. No, I'm just saying. Okay, let's do some audio effects for you. All right. Do, 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 do. All right. So here's my first question. First question to you. Should you give a two weeks notice for a doctor? Here's the question. I got this from a TikToker or Instagrammer. His name was um, Jordan Stallion. He's looking for a Tesla. But anyway, okay. so his, his thing was... Should you give a job a two weeks notice? Granted, this is some stuff that goes along with that. Granted, your job doesn't give you a two weeks notice when they're about to let you go. You can give them a five week notice on when they when you want to take a vacation and they still last minute can't deny you. Yeah. So they have all this leeway, but there's no leeway for you but you have to give them two weeks notice to get them prepared to find someone else in that position time. So to go back to the questions, yeah. you, should you give your job a two weeks notice? No. <laughs> that was that was very long and intense. Well, you know what? It depends on if I like the job or not. I agree. So if if I like the job and they've done a lot for me and I've learned a lot from them, then yeah, I'm I'm going to give them a two week notice. But I'm going to talk to them, and they're what? Oh, uh, okay. and they're going to understand, you know, the reason why I have to go because I need to grow as a person. Yeah. You know, so if that's if that's a true job that you know understands then yeah, I'm going to do it. But if I'm at a place where I put in time and they've denied me stuff and they question why I'm taking time off and then they want to lie on me and everything, they get a two-minute notice. A two-minute notice? A two-minute notice. I agree. I'm having fun with these. Okay, yeah. yeah. So that's my thing too. I would probably do the same thing if I if I know if I know that the job has benefited me and the people there um, were nice just as well as I was nice to them. Then it shouldn't be an issue for me to give them a two weeks notice. But if I'm at a job and and they they've been rude, they've been doing stuff they shouldn't be doing, and they just they just been straight Picassos. The whole time. Oh, I'm sorry. People don't know what my Picasso means. Picasso is his way of saying that you're not a genius. Is it? I say asshole. Yeah. We say in our family we have hidden words. That's another topic right there. Like how many families out there have hidden words that only your inner family knows about? Unicorn ball. <laughs> so back to the two weeks thing. That's another topic we should talk about. Um, but I think that we used to say DA. Yeah. That's a DA move. And the, the babies <laughs> the babies would be like, What is DA, mommy and we daddy? District attorney. Yeah, we say district, <laughs> district attorney. <laughs> but really we're saying dumbass. Dumb <laughs> Because, you know, when they're young, you can't really, well, you can't curse in front of them. So, like, that's a DA move. Why did they do that? Then they got older and they were like, you know what that means. Yeah. You dumbass. Yeah. (laughs) But the two weeks notice thing, I I think it all depends on um, the situation. If you work in that, like, and a lot of times when you give a job or two weeks notice, you're not planning on coming back anyway. So, what's the point? I'm not planning on coming back, so why am I going to give you a two weeks notice? Right. Like, even, even like, customary in a professional setting, you give a two weeks notice. But I think if you're working, if you're working, like, McDonald's, Burger King, stuff like that, like, should you give a two weeks notice? Like, I'm just not showing again, up. Again, again, it, it, it is how, how they treat you. Yeah. 
if they're treating you like a human being and they're honoring the stuff that you say, they make you feel like the portion that you contribute is awesome. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, a job needs to just, oh, you know, just just give you praise like every minute, every yeah. second, but just treat you like human and, and respect you. Right. You know, then, of course, I'm, I'm going to respect you back. And I just came up with something. I just thought about something that I've always seen growing up. Like when you go to a fast food restaurant, say McDonald's, Burger King, places like that, mm-hmm. and it's get, it gets busy, right? Mm-hmm. You always see the manager helping out, right? Yeah. So, do you think that same concept or that same type of mindset, like a manager or something, could that person train a principal I, to the point where this a principal doesn't really socialize with their with their with the, with their colleagues? that much. The only time they really talk to them is when something's going on or there's a meeting. Right. You know, or when they're doing observation notes and all this other stuff. Like, because I'm quite sure there, there are managers out there in, in these fast food restaurants that, hey, go take your break. You seem like you need a break. Go take a break. You know, you think that a person who's a manager of a fast food restaurant could run a school? I think forget so. All, forget all the the dynamics of, of paperwork and stuff like that. Could a person that's like manager of the store could run school to the point where they're making those, they're building those bridges between the workers who are the their colleagues, the teachers, mm-hmm. and also the patrons who are the students. But they have to, you have to connect with everyone. You have to be versatile in that field. But yet, when you have to, when you when you're in that position, you also have to be stern as well. You got to be able to finesse it, as they say. Yeah. All the all those positions because you wear many hats. It depends on the person. It depends on the because person. I mean you you have some asshole managers at those places. Yes, you do. You know that yeah. that. But a lot of times, the ones, box that I, around. the ones that I visited, a lot of times they I'm talking about visit. I ain't talking about work at. That I've seen, I've seen them in the back, and they're 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 working alongside. They had no issues putting the fries in the back. They had no issues fixing the burger. They had no issues making the drinks. You know, they're doing the positions because they're helping out. When they see that, oh, we're we're behind right now. We need help. I need to pitch in instead of sitting back and just barking out orders. And I think, like you, 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 you talk about that. And you think about the CEOs of certain companies, like some CEOs never worked from the bottom all the way up. Yeah. Some were just hired in because of their past experiences. Yeah. And so could they go like the CEO of Walmart? Mm-hmm. Could he go and, and be a greeter and, and be on the floor and, and work? And work yeah. You know, that's and, why I like to show undercover out. boss. Yeah. We could, used to watch that a lot. Yeah. Could, could yeah. he do that? Right. No, probably not. Right. And and then get a check and work like for two weeks and get a check and then have like a, a packet of what they needed to pay, like mm. with childcare and all that stuff. Yeah. And and just to see like how, how it much really is. Yeah, how it really is when you're yeah. making sixteen thousand every five minutes. And I don't think they make that correlation with each other. Uh, of, of workers to where a CEO is, I don't think they they get it, right? Because a lot of those CEOs, I can't really say they work from the bottom to the top. That's what I said. Like, yeah, I know they're hired in. You know, they they used to be a CEO of another place. Yeah, you know, and so and probably never had to struggle before. Right, right. Probably came from well-to-do families. Right, kind of got them in into a, a, a Ivy League school. You mean paid for them? Well, either yeah. way, but yeah, and they never had to really struggle for anything, so they wouldn't know how it is. As long as they're getting that money, they're okay with it. Or like um, the 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 people of Johnson and Johnson, the um the family, mm-hmm. you know, their their great great grandparents they built that company. 
So, you know, they're dead and gone now. So they've established a name. You know, it's a household name. People use their products, even though, you know, yeah. it gave people cancer. But, you know, um, the the generation now that's probably over it, no, they don't they don't know what it's like. You know, they don't know what it's like to work, to drive the trucks and to get the products out and to, you know, make the deliveries to the stores. You know, they they don't know. So when people at the top are cutting people's jobs, they don't understand. Yeah. So we have 25. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean. That's something to think about. Do you give them a two minute notice or two week notice? I mean, a, a two week notice or two it all minutes? depends on the situation. It all how they how you, how were you treated? And then your other question was, right. could a, a manager, like I think a manager, like let's say, uh, if we if you had like a, a principal that didn't really know how to communicate with the teachers. Mm-hmm. You know, they could probably take a lesson in that because I I just yeah. sit back and I look at people and I'm like, how the fuck did you get this position when you don't know how to communicate? You're scared as shit. You talk a lot of crap to other people, push them up to do something. But then when it's that person, when they step up to you, you back down. Yeah. Like what? Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't get people so communication like that. Is the yeah, communication is the key. Yeah, and okay. bathroom breaks. Yep. All right, moving on. Okay. I have another question. Lay it on. This me. is a fun one. Lay it on me, cat. Daddy. All right. So, could you name three to five songs that shaped who you are today as a person? Um. Maybe three to five, or five, three or five. That shape, like yeah. depending on what situation. No, just just general, just in general. It does depend on depend on the situation, just in general. Um, <laughs> you know, I I just go to my karaoke song, oh, Black Cat. Um, <laughs> but you said that shaped my life. Yeah, that shaped you as a person. I would say. I would say Brian McKnight, One Last Cry. Mm. Who's like Snow White? Sure. Okay. So, you know, it's my shattered dreams oh. and broken heart. So, like. Let's be short winded on this one. Okay, I will. So, it just, like, for me, I can apply that song to, like, relationships or a job or, you know, something like. You know, like I, I came to a place or got with a person that you just knew it was going to be gold and work out. And then it, it just it breaks apart mm-hmm. and it's shattered. But, you know, you take that one last cry and you have to move on and be strong. So, like, <laughs> I mean, that's basically what I'm doing now. You know, uh, like my dreams and stuff were shattered. I thought I was going to be. Olivia Pope and walking around and you know just doing the thing and and yeah well let's say I more than shattered I'd broke into a million pieces and you know I'm sweeping myself up and moving on yeah so that's one song that shaped me that shaped America (laughs) um another song I would say, uh, oh, um, Champagne Life. Uh, yeah. Um, by I'm Neo. I'm to steal that one. Neo, and, and then it was redone by Gerald Norman. Albright and Norman, and Norman Brown. And yeah, so that song shaped my life because... I mean, everybody wants to be rich, 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 rich. Mm, but I would no. like to be wealthy, and I would like to be able to pass on something to my children. And, you know, after that, I work hard and do all that stuff. And, you know, I want to, I do want to be able to sit back and drink some champagne and be on a, a yacht 
maybe not a yacht, maybe rent one because I don't want to do all that upkeep. But, you know, like, just kick back because that's that's all we want to do. We just we just want to live. I'm typing. We just want to live and be happy. You know, but you know, I feel like I can put in the work right now. You know, but um yeah, that that just that song gives me hope. It it motivates me. Okay. All right. And you so said you, one more. Well, you said Black Cat when you first saw. Well, it. no, I, I, that's the first thing that came on, like my karaoke song. Okay. So I was only two. Okay. So, um, how many do you have? Hmm? How many songs do you have? I have two. Okay, you go I'm ahead and do your two because I gotta think of my. Well, one. the one that you you told me about the Champagne Life was one. Yeah, it wasn't far as me living like the champagne like it just puts me in a good mood because Mm -hmm. it helps me to relax it also makes you think of good things that that you want to do so i guess in a way yes being wealthy or well off is probably one of the one of the end goals but it just puts me in a better place when i do hear it yeah like it's a good song it 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 reminds me of California. It reminds me of Napa Valley. It reminds me of Northern, Nevado, Northern California, going to Sausalito and just just driving along the shoreline of, of California and just having a good time and just being there. Like that's where it puts me every time I hear that song, the uh, Neo Champagne Life song. Another not on, song. Not on the earthquake trail. Not on the earthquake trail. No. Another song that has shaped my life also, it, it puts me in a good place, a good mood. Um, a, a lot of people might not like it at this point because he's done something. Will Smith's and Jazzy Joe's Summertime is one of my all-time favorites. Why wouldn't they like him? They I don't still know. like R. Kelly. Yeah, they still like R. Kelly. So that Summertime song is... I can play that in the heat of winter and it will still make me want to go. I mean, the cold of winter, in the cold of winter, it's a blizzard outside, avalanche and everything. It still makes me want to go outside and fire up the grill. It's just a great, great song that I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Uh, Third one, I still haven't thought about that one. I was thinking about, uh, I was like, could it be a slow song? Could it be a fast song? Um, it's a lot of songs out there that mm, I like. I um, one song that also, it kind of reminds me of, a, it, it reminds me of a heartbreak. The girl that got away, but she didn't like me. It was an R. Kelly song. Um, um, I forget the name of it. It's like, um, you no, it's not. You remind me. <laughs> it's not. She remind you of a G. No, she remind me of a G. It goes back. It was like 90, 96. It was probably around right Bodies after. Bodies call it. It's something. I think it was the remix. I hear you calling. Oh, it Michael had, Jackson. It's like a remix to it, and yeah. it had. Love will be right here. No, that's not it. Anyway, it's it's an R. Kelly song. If I think of it later on, I'll let you all know. But it's an R. Kelly song, and I like it. And it, it just takes me back to being in high school and heartbroken. I don't know why, but it kind of shaped me to kind of kind of be prepared to be heartbroken, I guess. You know, because it's going to happen. Because relationships, when you're young like that, it don't really last. You expect it to last a long time, but it doesn't. So you have to be prepared for the inevitable. Oh, <laughs> Thanos now. All right. So that's my that's my three. Even though one I couldn't name. Okay. Go well, to the next question. No, I go to my, my next third, question because you're thinking. I, I have it. Okay. It's Boldak Yellow. Bodak. I think it's it's that um, since I've been you know on the East Coast, it's the the Cardi B song. If you see me, I don't speak. That means I don't do. I'm a boss. You're a bitch. I make money. 
That's got me through a lot. Okay. So those are our three songs that yeah. have kind of shaped us a little. Bit. Yes. Okay. Yes. I see you looking at my phone. Yeah. Let me Not go back at to your my phone. notes. Let me go back to my notes here. All right. I don't so like your phone. I know you don't. All right. So here's another question. All right. So what happened? Okay. okay. All right. <clears throat> so I got this one off of a Instagram. I don't remember the young lady, but she was uh, entertaining the question of what she was stating that if if she gets married, right, mm-hmm. she would rather her husband and her stay in their separate apartments or whatever they stayed in. Um, he still has access to the house. He can stay long as he want. He can come and go as he please. Two or three days if you want to stay like that, that's fine. But they had to live in a separate like dwellings. Like you still can come over and stuff like that and vice versa. Do you think that is a good idea or a bad idea? That's bad for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, would you like to know why? I would like to know why, yes. Because I kind of figure I kind of know where you're going. It's bad for me. Because I, I I like I would like to be around my husband. I'm <coughs> <coughs> sorry, I'm chewing gum. Hold that. And I mean, I'm not saying for me, but I'm saying some people might have have high drives. And if your husband is, wife is at their house, like, what are you going to do? Like, call him up, like, you need to get over here right away. (laughs) Like, I mean, how can you grow together if you don't live together? Yeah. Yeah, you know, understandable. For me, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like it. Now, if you want to take your time, and um, you want to take time, and you know, take a few days, and and at a hotel or maybe a little weekend trip to get your mental health back together, that's cool. But not live your life. But not live your life separate for your marriage. For your, your marriage, marriage. no. Because then, like, and then, for I know for me, I could get used to being alone, real quick. Yeah. You know, and then it's like, you come over there, and it's like, well, why are you moving my stuff? Well, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, what you know, because it's now it's mine. It's not ours. Right. So no, that's not that's a no go for me. Okay. What about you? I'm the same way. <coughs> so I couldn't I couldn't if I'm married to you, I'm going to be in your presence. And if that's something that you don't want, then maybe we shouldn't even uh, do this yeah. this marriage thing. Because if that's the case, we might want well to stay dating, right? <laughs> you know, and not even get married. It kind of defeats the purpose. I know some people out there might think that that's a good idea, but if you're married, living apart is probably not one of the best options to do to be doing that with. Like if you're if you're single, yeah, okay, you are dating, yes, okay, but if you're married, that's when you come you, together. You gotta come together as one and everything. I mean, unless it's like. For a job for a little while, but then you're still visiting. Yeah. You're still flying out. Yeah. You know. Even if they live in the same city. Like it's still I still feel that like I would if we if we decide like say for instance, we're we're separate we're not separate, but we're dating and then we decide to get married. I wouldn't want us to move in to the same and move in with each other. I would rather, if you had an apartment, I had an apartment, I would rather us seek another apartment right. that we get together. Cause Vert, cause if I like say Vince, I let my my I let my lease go and then I move into your apartment. I'm moving into 
your apartment. Everything right. is yours. And then I'm trying to bring my stuff in. Oh, I, that doesn't go with my decor. Uh, that doesn't need to be there. We need to mutually come together right. as a couple. And so I think the best thing to do is move into a different place where neither one of us has our things. It's our things being placed together. And if our things go together, we go together. And then we live in harmony with our things. So, so, so for, and this is for, you know, your species, for your male species, your, your, your men's. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> you and your wife, you buy a house together. So is the closet yours or hers? It's always going to be hers. <laughs> Regardless. I mean, we just <laughs> think of a closet as, as, as like America. We just we just want a little corner of it. We don't want to we don't want the whole shebang. We just need enough to where we can see that we we live here. You know, like it sounds more like a reservation. Yeah, it is. Okay, like I I live here. Like if you go into your bedroom and you don't see your clothes hanging up in the closet, you don't live there. You renting. You living. You occupying a space with someone. So. That's all men want. They just want a sliver of the closet after they get married and they buy a house with their wife. Yeah. And then we take up another closet in another room. Yeah. But we still want our main clothes in the main room. Because there's nothing worse than you have your bed there, your shower there, and you have to leave out your room to go get your clothes. And so you get the garage as your man room if you don't have the space, yes. <laughs> yeah. The man room, garage, basement, or an extra bedroom that is turned into your man cave. Yeah. That's it. Or outdoors. Because everything else is pretty much you all. Yeah. Well, you just look, every, everything the there. The kitchen. In our situation, yes. The is kitchen our, is. Yeah. Right? I'm in the kitchen more than you are. Yeah. So it's kind of my. I'm kitchen. a modern woman. So it's kind of my kitchen. <laughs> I mean, I can cook. But you can cook, but you choose not to. I'm 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 tired. But you you cook very well. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's so seasoned. I know, right? So it's so seasoned. He doesn't like my apples in my um in potato salad. Who does that? That's so good. People of non-color don't even do that. That's so good. And you though. put raisins and grapes in it. Oh All no, right. we we do raisins and grapes and other stuff. All right, so we got eight minutes. Okay. Left. All right, so I do have another question. All right. Mm-hmm. So this next question is, all right. <laughs> oh, it's a geographically modified. I don't know what that is. Uh, mosquitoes. I think oh. that's what you wanted to talk about one time. Um, oh, yeah. They're releasing mosquitoes. Yeah. All right. So this one is uh, a society, what we're, what kind of what we're leading into right now. Do you think we are, we're, we're entering or have entered into a cashless society? Um, meaning. I know what it means. Yeah. I'm just saying like, but um when credit cards and stuff first came about, everybody was like afraid of it, so to speak, especially with the bank cards and stuff like that. You people are used to writing checks. A lot of people are not used to change. I say in the South, probably. Yeah. All right. So they're I'm not like, really like this, like used to change. Everybody wrote checks. Like that's easy because you know that that's coming out your bank account because it ties to your bank account. When you get a credit card or a bank card, it's tied. It's tied to your bank account, but it also has that Visa logo on there or Mastercard logo on there, and it kind of symbolizes, oh, this is like a credit card almost. But it is using your money. Um, over the years, we've <coughs> we've decreased in uh-huh. paper money and increased in digital money, right? And so now um, we're kind of getting away even from bank cards and credit cards where everything is going to be digital. Like now we... Kid, what was that? 
I so, just want to that. so now we we don't have to even carry the physical cards or we don't have to carry money we don't have to carry coins we have all that on our phones on mm. our laptops so if we don't have the physical money or a bank card we can now pull everything up with our phone and pay for it digitally yeah. with no physical stuff being hell far as money money wise so i think i kind of answered the question what was then, your question do you think we're entering into a, a <clears throat> cashless society the first time um well yes i do because the first time i saw a first bank card it was called versatile and my my mom and dad would say we need to go to the versatile machine before it was called ATM, which I yeah. don't even know what ATM stands for. Automatic television. <clears throat> there you go. <laughs> because nobody wanted to go inside anymore because it just took too long. Yeah. You know, to go inside and all that. I don't need all that person-to-person stuff. Yeah. You know, I can go to the machine, deposit my check, and be done with Especially it. Especially when I know what I want. You're right. And what the auditors can go ahead and take care of that. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> so... When that first came out, I was like, wow. And it comes like directly out of your bank account. Yeah. You know, so that was cool. And I had one, but it didn't have the Visa logo on it. Mm-hmm. And so it didn't get that until like maybe a couple years later. Yeah, most banks, when they first started, didn't have their like You had to go to that bank to get the money out. Right. And you go you did, to the versatile machine. Yeah. But you, you got the cash out. Yeah. Oh, he needs to pull up his pants. See all of his rears. So, um, yeah. So, but I, I do think we're headed that way. Now, older people, they still carry cash. and Some they carry still checkbooks. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> My sister still writes checks. Really? Yeah. And she's only in her 50s. She still uses that. Um, so there are some people that, you know, still run, run, run errands to go and pay bills too. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> what will happen to those people? Who knows? Yeah. But for some, like, but I'm not too keen on using my phone to pay for stuff. Right. We you still know? have some old school ways of doing stuff. Yeah. But if society were to break down, we know how to count money and subtract, and we also know how to write checks too. Yeah. You know, if we had to go back to that again, yeah. So we we do know how to do it old school. Yes, <clears throat> that's that's the joy of being born in the mid seventies. <laughs> wow, because okay. we got the the best of both worlds. You got any anything else? No, that was it. Wow. Wow, so Mr. Sippy was just pumping out those questions like all night long. Well, at least for the past 48 minutes. So, yeah. um, Okay, so. Silence. (laughs) Wait, wait. Uh, Don't you put no funny accent effects on my stuff. It's too late. Really. Yeah, <laughs> it was. You said silence. There was silence. So anyway, you guys, um, I have lots to say, but um, we're we are out of time because we got to go get our clothes. But we just wanted to record this and let you guys know that we're thinking about all of you all around the world, and um, yeah, we'll probably. We'll probably, we will probably be hitting up Podbean a lot next week because we're going to have a little bit of time on our hands. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely. It's going to be Teacher Talk Tuesday, Mellow Monday, Wonky Wednesday. It's going to be everything. We're going to be talking to you, like, all week. So, um, you might even do some videos, too, do some um, food. Restaurants and stuff yeah. out there, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> just check us out. Um, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Well, MR period S I P P I. 
Sorry, I need some water. MR period S I P P I seven zero two Mr. Sippy seven oh two on Instagram. Or you can follow both of us on um IG as well on Lit Travels. Yeah. Um L I T. I think it's two T's. I think. Yeah, L I T T R A V E L S. Yeah. Seven oh is it seven oh two? I think, I think so. it's Lit Travel 702. If it's not, you'll see that we're following it if you're following us. So um, that's where you can find the both of us at. And that's what we do for our little travel channel as well. And you can find him also on Twitter. Okay. No, that's <clears> not <throat> personal. We'll do that. Oh, no? no? Oh, well, you can find me on Twitter. That's <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> easy. No, that's no. my personal. No. Well, I'm just out there and open. Yeah. Like a 7-Eleven. You out there laying it low and spreading it wide. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that sounds nasty. Mama Braxton. <laughs> that sounds really nasty. Oh, but anyway, that, that me, oh. you can find me on IG, Twitter. Um, I haven't really done any videos on um, YouTube yet, but they're coming. And... Um, where else can you find me? Oh, Facebook. Yeah, just go to my website, positiveecs.com, and you can hook up with me there. And you can also subscribe and um, send me your email, and I'll let you know what's going on. Get some newsletters and all that good stuff. So, um, yeah. So, I heard this thing today. You ready? Yeah. Well, you know, we always say life is not a rehearsal. It's the final show, right? But I heard this one from this guy on the radio, and he said, (coughs) let me me get it right. Um, Live your best life for the rest of your life. Get it? I get it. Wait, should I do some, yeah. some crows? I heard one too. <laughs> okay, okay. The workforce takes your dreams. Thank you guys. Thank you for that show. For that show, bro, for your time. The workforce does take your dreams unless you're living your passion. So find your passion and you will find your happiness. And then you'll find Ashley and Mr. Sippy there drinking some champagne on the yacht. Yeah, so come on and live the champagne life with us. And he's naked. What? He's <laughs> like, oh, what? I'm just, I'm just kidding. All right, guys. We'll see you later.